Hey folks, hey folks, hey the millionaires. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, with another millionaire midnight rant. It is 12.15 a.m. here, CST time in Houston, Texas here. And tonight we're going to talk about the past, okay? We're going to talk about how to let go of the past, okay? I want everybody, as you're listening to my voice in this moment, I want you to comment the words, let it go. Comment those words for me. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Comment those words right now. Let it go. There's so many things, so many events, so many experiences that have taken place in our life that we know that we need to let go. But it's hard. It's difficult. Can you relate? Comment below if you can relate. It's very difficult to let things go. It's very difficult to move past things. And what I want to do is I want to show you how to do that because, listen, in my 20s, especially in my late 20s, it was many things that I needed to let go to allow the abundance, the wealth, and the riches that I currently have, and even the happiness, even the happiness to take place in my life here. And the reason why it's very difficult to let things go, to let the past go, is because of the emotional anchors and emotional triggers here. How many of you know right now, if you could just let something go, that your life will be better? Comment below. You know, if you just let go of some issue some experience, something that took place that hurt you to the core. Maybe somebody took advantage of you. Maybe in the past you lost a lot of money in business or maybe someone hurt you in a relationship. But if you can just let it go, if you can just get past it, you'll be able to experience the happiness, the joy, and the abundance that you're destined to have. Comment below if that's you. Okay. And I want to talk about that tonight. And I want to give you a strategy and a method on how to let things go. Is that okay? Because listen, when I learned how to let things go, or let the past go, and stop allowing the past to affect and to adulterate my future, not only did I get rich, I got happy. How many of you want to be happy? Be honest. How many of you will not, you just want to experience joy most of the time? How many of you want to wake up and just feel blessed and feel confident and feel loved and feel joy and feel enthusiastic? All of us. So I want to teach that here tonight. And if you allow me to go deep into your mind, I would like to share a strategy with you, a method that allows me to let things go. I'm not saying that things don't bother me. I'm not saying that I don't ever feel pain or sadness or hurt. But I've trained myself how to strategically let things go so my past doesn't affect my future. I want you to write this down, okay? Write this down, please. Comment below. 
I must let go of my past to make room for my future. Please write that down below, ladies, gentlemen, please. I must let go of my past. And I want you to really think about those words as you write them now. I must let go of my past in order to make room for my future. See, many of you, including myself, when I was a younger Wesley, obviously I wanted a bright future. You know, all of us, we think, you know, my future is bright. You know, so many things that I want, so many things I want to achieve in life. You know, I believe in myself and I'm going to conquer the world. But what we don't realize is we're holding on to the past. And if you're holding on to the past, in the past, let's be a little bit more specific, past pains. How many of you have some past pains that still affect you today? How many of you have some past pains that took place in your childhood? How many of you have some past pains that took place in your relationships? Maybe when you're married, okay? How many of you have past pains with business, with opportunities, things that you thought? That was going to help you become financially independent. And it didn't work out the way that you thought it should. When you hold on to past pains, there's no room for the future. Let me go deeper here. Listen. When you consume your mind with everything that took place in your past... And you use that as a map. We all do. You know, something happened to you in your past. You say, well, I never do that again. I never date that person again. I never join that business again. I never do that thing again. And it sounds logical, does it not? And what we begin to do, we begin to use that subconsciously as a map to the future. But what you don't realize, if you use your past as a map, you only get more of the past. How many of you, it doesn't matter what you do, you still find yourself in very interesting, terrible, horrific experiences. No matter what you do. It doesn't matter what business you get involved with, it just fails. Who am I talking to? You can try internet marketing, network marketing, a conventional business, selling, selling soda pop, whatever, vending machine. Every business that you get involved with, it fails. How many of you with your relationships? It doesn't matter what guy you date, ladies. Tall man, short man, ugly man, pretty man, rich man, poor man, average man, and still get the same outcome. Same thing with you, man. Doesn't matter how hard you work, how hard you try, what opportunity you get involved with, it fails. Same thing with your relationships. Same thing with your body. Doesn't matter how hard you train and work out and starve yourself to death, you still can't lose the weight. And it appears that your body is getting fatter and more overweight. 
and you don't understand what's going on. And I'm here to tell you something here. That even though it sounds logical, even though it makes sense that our past should be a blueprint or a map of what not to do, it's wrong. We've never been taught this, ladies and gentlemen here. But your past doesn't make your future. Write that down. My past doesn't make my future. Because you have to understand some that's a belief. See, many of us believe that our past is very important to us, right? And listen, in some cases it is. In some cases, your past is very important to understand certain things maybe you shouldn't do or maybe things you should do more of. But I'm here to tell you that it is more important for you to create the future than to use the past to create it. Let me say that one more time because I know you guys didn't get that. It is more important for you to create the future in the present moment than to use the past to create the future. Okay? There's two options there. We've been taught that we should use our past experiences, things that have happened to us. And from that, we decide what we do next. A man, a woman can hurt you, can abuse you. And you'll say, well, I don't like men anymore. I don't want women anymore because they always hurt me. And then you start to generalize. And that's what we do as people. Because listen, in certain cases... Listen, if you had a man that abuses you, obviously you don't want a man that abuses you anymore. But what we start to do is generalize. And we just don't do this with relationships. We do this with our money. We do this with opportunities and business. One business we get involved with, it didn't work out. Now we're saying that all businesses are scams. We say that, well, nothing ever works. That's the dangerous part of using the past to create the future here. But I'm here to tell you something. Listen, open your ears for me. That you can create, and I learned this in my late 20s, and it changed my entire life, that any one of you can create the future in the present moment. Why? Because the past doesn't matter. Think about it for a second. Anytime we regress and we think about, you know, things that took place in our past, in our past moments, you know, we say, oh, you know, I miss this person. Oh, man, I remember this when I lost all that money. I can't believe I got involved with Bitcoin and I lost everything in the stock market. Like we start to relive it, right? And what we don't realize that we are giving the past power. Okay? You are giving your past power. And if I want to go deeper, your mind, this is important, understand this, okay? Your mind, your brain, believes that what you're thinking, which is nothing but your past to you, your mind thinks that you're actually experiencing the past in the present moment. 
Right now, I can say, hey, guys, think about a negative moment that took place in your life. Think about something that really pissed you off. Think about something that really put you down, really hurt you to the core. And everybody, if they think about that moment now, about something that really hurt them, really broke their heart, brought tears to their eyes. All of you, if you would think about that in this moment, you'll start to feel sadness. You'll start to feel the same pain that you felt as if it is happening now. It could have played, it could have took place 10 years ago. Some of you have lost your mothers. Some of you have lost your fathers, right? And it probably was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Some of you lost your children. Some of you lost somebody in your family, right? Some of you lost people that died to COVID. And it could have been years ago. But your mind, if you think about it, it will recall that experience and it will make you feel exactly how you felt when it first happened. Are you with me here? And see, that's the dangerous part about the past. Because, see, the mind doesn't honestly, it doesn't really understand past and future. The mind and how it interprets its emotions, it only understands and comprehends the present moment. And whatever you're thinking about in the present moment, chemically, your body will start to experience those emotions. Are you with me here? Okay. So listen. So the question is, Wesley, how do I let go of the past? Comment below if you want to know the answer to that. Wesley, how do I let go of all these past moments, all these past failures, all this misery and all this hurt and pains and all these thoughts that are just consuming my mind. You know, how do I get over this divorce? How do I get over this bad relationship? How do I get over? I lost all this money. How do I get over the debt that I'm in? How do I get over everything? Of all these, I, I've been in jail a few times. I've been in prison. How do I get over that stuff? How do I get over that bad long-term relationship? How do I just get over this stuff? It is consuming my mind. How do I let this stuff go? Certain people hurt me so deeply that I don't know why I can move forward. I'm so scared to start a business. I'm so scared to start a company. What if everybody tell me no again like they did before? What if they steal my money? What if they take from me? How do I let go of the past? This is how. And this is how I did it. You must realize that the past has only been fueled by you. See, I want you to detach yourself for a second. Just think for a second. I want you to look at yourself as if you were outside of your body. Okay? All the past moments that, take, that have taken place in your life, okay, which are painful moments, you have the choice to look at that experience as a painful event. Are you with me here? If not, let me give you an example. So I have a good friend. And maybe 15, 20 years ago. And it's so funny. I used to date this girl. I used to date her. Black, black beautiful woman. Right? She's a very 
you know, we didn't last too long because she's very stubborn, just like I'm stubborn. She's alpha and I'm alpha, so it didn't work. But we had a good time together. You know, when we worked together, you know, we just had magical moments, right? And we were both business people. And this is when I first got introduced to network marketing. And, you know, every woman in network marketing is always looking for a man in network marketing, you know, that's doing well. And, you know, I was a sharp, good-looking man, and she was a sharp, good-looking woman. So it was just, you know, automatic. We kind of hit it off very quickly. And we dated for a little while, but we made a decision that we wasn't the best fit for each other. Okay? And, but we stayed friends. We stayed friends. Then one day, it was years that passed by, and... I'll never forget this date. I was driving to um, um, Bert, no, not Burger, um, Whataburger. Okay, I was hungry. You know, it was like one o'clock in the morning. Not sure where I was coming from, but I was hungry. I wanted some food. Okay, and I wanted a double cheeseburger with fries with a side of Sprite. And when I was in the line, getting ready to order, I get a phone call. I get a phone call. Okay. And the phone call was a young lady. And the young lady was just, oh my God, Wesley, you won't believe what happened. You wouldn't believe what just happened. Shannon just was shot. And it was the mother of the young lady that was my friend. She's in the hospital with me. She told me to call. You know, I just wanted to call her closest friends. And, you know, I know you guys are really tight. You're close. And I wanted to reach out to you. I mean, she's, 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 she's okay, but some horrific things just took place, and I was pissed, obviously, right? And she told me what happened. She said, this is what happened. I said, what happened? What happened? So now, she said, well, when my friend, she came back from a club, I believe, and she was driving home. And when she got to her apartment, getting ready to unlock the door, a man came behind her and pushed her into the house, pushed her to the floor. And then the man proceeded to rape her in her own home. And after raping her, He hogtied her, picked up her body, and put her in the back of her car. He drove her car, listen, he drove her car to the bank and forced her to give her his PIN number, her PIN number, took the money at the bank account. He proceeded to rape her again. And he drove the car to an abandoned field, 
far outside of Houston. He took her out the car. She was naked. My body was totally naked. She was nude. He picked her up. He threw her on the ground. And he shot her. He shot her. He left. And then... After... He left when the morning came and people were driving on the highway. A man saw her and she was walking, shot, naked on the freeway, screaming. And the man picked her up and he took her to the hospital. And she was there. And when she, uh, you know, this young lady, she's a fighter, man. I mean, she pulled through and I went to go see her, you know, and I was pissed. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, I haven't cried in a very long time. But that, when the mom told me that story and I got home, I cried. I, I just hit the door. I made holes in the wall. I was just so upset. Because she was just a good friend, you know? And you hate to hear something like that take place to a person that you care about. So that was probably the first and last time I ever cried, honestly. And I remember going to see her. And I remember talking with her. And we had some deep conversations. You know, she was like, well, Wes, you know, what if a man never want to be with me because I'm dirty now and... I don't know. I don't have a baby. I mean, she had to take all the tests. She took the gonorrhea, the car, all the STD tests, and you know everything came back great, right? She didn't have any diseases, no problem at all. And um, but you know what this woman told me? You know, I went to see her quite a bit, and she said, "I'm not going to allow this man to have power over me." Her words, not mine. Because, you know, when something like that, you know, sexual abuse and getting shot, you know, you can easily be negative and blame the world. Why would that happen to me? Why me? Like, why me? And that's what most people do. But she didn't do that. She didn't say, God, why me? Why me? Why would you put me through this? I didn't do anything. She didn't do that. She said, I'm not going to allow this man have any power over me. I'm going to live my life. And I'm going to use this to share my story with the world to encourage others who have experienced this situation that is painful, hurtful, devastating. And I'm going to use it to help others, other women, reframe that experience that have taken place in their life as well. And, man, I was just choked up. That was so powerful. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. You know, there's so many women that never get over stuff like that. You know, even sexual abuse. Some women never get over sexual abuse. And my friend decided to do one thing, and that's what I want you to do. 
she decided to use her pain as a weapon to win. See, instead of using her pain or seeing her pain as if her pain was a weapon that will be used against her, she decided to use her pain to use it to help. To use it to restore others. And listen, this is what I want you to do. That's how you let go of pain. You let go of pain is by understanding that the pain of the past can be used in a way that can be beneficial to your future. Your past doesn't have to always be a debilitator. Your past doesn't have to always be something that's holding you back. Well, if that didn't happen, you know, I wouldn't be in this situation. Well, if this happened, then maybe I wouldn't be like this. If my mom loved me more, my dad loved me more, maybe my life would be better. I hate myself. I have low self-esteem because no one ever gave me any confidence when I was younger. But I want you to understand this. Just as easy it is to use your pain as a debilitator, to hurt you, to bring you down, you can use it to lift you up. You can say, you know what? Maybe my parents didn't give me all the love that I wanted, but I now realize that I can give myself the same love that I wish they would have gave me. You know, maybe in that relationship that was so toxic, that was so devastating, maybe the reason why I experienced that pain to set me up for a future that would allow me to be more resilient. See, everything that took place in my past is making me stronger now. Now I'm able to take more things on. I'm able to be more decisive. I'm more aware. I know now clearly what I want and what I don't want. You know, maybe that business didn't go well. Maybe it sucked a lot of money out of me and it sucked a lot of energy out of me and I was just exhausted. And a lot of things took place in that business that did not work in my favor. But maybe that failed business is preparing me for the business that will succeed. Maybe all the hardships, all the debt, all the problems, all the issues that I had to overcome, maybe it's preparing me for something that I can't see yet. Are you with me here? Does everybody understand what I'm talking about here tonight? Does that make sense? You got to let go of the past because if you don't let go of the past, there's no room for the future. If your mind keeps thinking about all the past moments that hurt you so badly, you only live in the past. And there's no room for the future. There's no room for progress. There's no room for success. There's no room for happiness. There's no room for abundance. There's no room for prosperity. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Say yes. You let go of the past by understanding the past is not meant for you to fail. 
Okay? It's not meant for you to fail. It's not meant for you to be depressed. It's not meant for you to be sad. It's not meant for you to live in misery. The past, that's exactly what it is. It's the past. What took place yesterday is done. Whatever you did, whatever you didn't do yesterday, listen to me, it is done. It's over. Whatever took place five years ago, ten years ago, hey, listen, it's done. If you went to school, had a bad grade, didn't do well, it's over. If you got a felony because you committed a crime and it's tough for you to get a job, when I'm telling you, the past is done. There's no need to talk about it. There's no need to use it as an excuse on why your future is not bright. And see, that's the tendency that we have as people. We tend to use the past as an excuse on why the future can't be created in the way that we want to create it. Because we keep thinking about the past and the reason why it can't happen. You see why a lot of you are stuck? But like I said, again, it sounds logical. Like it makes sense for us to think about the past and to use the past events to create the future. No, it's wrong. I'm sorry, they didn't teach it correctly here. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin is here to teach you that. Listen, the only thing that matters is what we create in the present moment. However you want to feel, you have total control of that. If you keep thinking about your piss poor relationship, and how you miss this person, oh, I miss this person, and you knew it was toxic, but you keep thinking about all the good time, the good time, and you want to go back there, then, okay, you'll go back, because you're thinking about the past. But my question to you is, what do you want? Let me say it again. The question is, what do you want? See, many people keep going back to the past, because they are not clear about what they want. See, when a man or a woman knows what he or she wants, he or she has no time to think about the past. Because if he's thinking about what he wants, he's only thinking about his future. He's only thinking about the things he wants to bring into his life. He's only thinking about the things he wants to attract. If he was in a terrible relationship with a man or a woman, my question is to you is, what do you want? Well, I want a great relationship. I want somebody that treats me this way. I want somebody that's like this. I want somebody that's like this. And listen, if you keep thinking that way, you'll tend to get it. But if you keep thinking about, well, I don't want a person like this. I don't want that, that what, it, what took place in my play. I don't want that again. I don't want to lie. I don't want somebody that's going to hurt me. I don't want nobody that's going to talk to me this way. I don't want somebody to abuse me. And what you don't realize what you're doing is you're thinking about what you don't want. And when you think about what you don't want, you get more of it. Some of you in business, oh, I don't want to lose money again like I lost before. I don't want to make a bad investment. I don't want to get into the wrong business. And what do you do? Get into the wrong business. I don't want to make a bad investment. What do you do? You make a bad investment. I don't want to lose. And guess what? You lose. I don't want to fail. And guess what? You fail. See, we've never been taught this at all.
that not only do you get what you want, you also get what you don't want. And what you don't want is in your what? Past. Can I get an amen? Did that make sense to you? Everything that we don't want that we say out of our mouths. And it's so easy for us to say that. And let me tell you why it's so normal and so easy for us to say what we don't want. Because we're very familiar with what we don't want. Like we're very familiar with pain. Everybody on here has incurred some type of pain. Experienced any some type of pain. Everybody on here has experienced some type of trauma. Everybody. Some negative moment. But the issue is we're so familiar with it. That's all we think about. Stress. Anxiety. Depression. So if we're constantly thinking about that, so we are constantly thinking about what we don't want. And listen, when you think about what you don't want, you get more of that. Am I making sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? Comment below. Like, think about your life right now in the current moment. I want you to think about your life. Think about your achievements. Think about the things that you have done. Think about your pains. My question to you is, are you thinking about what you don't want more than what you want? Which option is more pervasive in your mind? Are you waking up and thinking about, man, I hope I don't have a bad day today. Man, I hope my boss don't do this today. I hope this person don't do this today. Well, I hope my kids act better. Think about it. We're constantly thinking about what we don't want. Well, I don't want this to happen. I hope I don't lose money here. I hope my business don't fail. I hope, I, I hope you know, I, I hope nobody don't break into my house, don't break into my car. I hope no one takes my money, steals my money here. Ah, thank you. Does that make sense? Are you with me here? Listen, what I began to do, I began to negate the past. Okay? I began to negate the past, which means my past don't matter. And listen, I could tell you about my past, and you'll probably want to feel sorry for me. I could tell you about the times that I was in debt. I can tell you about the times that I filed bankruptcy. I can tell you about the times that I was evicted. I can tell you about the times that I was repoed. I can tell you about the times that my parents didn't show me any love. I can tell you about the times that I got no positive reinforcement as a child. I can tell you about the times that I had low self-esteem. I can tell you about the times that I had low confidence. I had. I can tell you about the times I didn't believe in myself. I can tell you all that. Okay. I can tell you about the times that I was in a toxic relationship after sleeping in my car. I can tell you about the time that I used to argue and go back and forth with my girlfriend. I mean, I can tell you all these horrific moments, which is my past. I can tell you about the times that I lost millions of dollars. I can tell you about the times where people stole money from me. I can tell you about the times the people that used to work for me are steal money from me. I can tell you about all that stuff. But guess what? It doesn't matter. See, sometimes when we feel certain feelings in the moment, we feel we have to think about them and we have to speak about them only because we feel a certain way. But I'm here to tell you, just because you feel that you should speak about your past 
or speak about what you think you had or what should have took place or what you would have did better or whatever. What I'm here to tell you, it doesn't even matter. The only thing matters is what are you going to do in this moment right now? Okay. Who's listening to me here? Okay. Comment below. Engage. The only thing that matters is this. What are you going to do and what do you want right now in this moment? How do you want to feel? Okay. If you want to feel better about all the pains that have taken place in your life, choose to feel better. Think about the good times. Look, in my childhood, me personally, it's easy for me to think about all the negative times. It's easy for me to think about all the sad times, all the hurtful times. But it's just as easy to think about all the good times. It's easy to think about all the times that took place in my life and maybe I understand what was happening. But I understand now as a grown man, that was necessary. Are you with me here? I can easily think about the times that I thought were horrific moments in my childhood. But now as an adult, I realize that those times, those things that took place were opportunities for me to be resilient. So a lot of you talk about your childhood. It was so hard. I get it. Hit all the time. Oh, I was poor. It was hard. It was hard. It's hard. Okay, great. Maybe it was tough to prepare you as an adult so you'll be able to take some shit. Okay? Have you ever realized that usually children who have had horrific childhoods end up the one millionaires? You know, the kid that runs away at 15 years old. The kid that's been abused all the time. The kid that had no love, no parents, foster home. They're the ones that become the millionaires and billionaires. Why? Because they're resilient. They can take more than you. Some of you are just too soft. You can't take anything. Everything hurts you. If I call you a bitch, it hurts you. If I step on your shoes, it hurts you. If I look at you with an ugly, grimace-looking face, it hurts you. If I, I stare at you in a certain way, you... you, you you're, you're upset. It affects you. You go to McDonald's. You don't get enough ketchup. You're pissed. You go to Chipotle. You don't get enough Chipotle sauce. You're pissed. Go to Chick-fil-A. They didn't give you your Polynesian sauce. You're pissed. Some of you are always pissed by everything that takes place in your life. So, how many of you tonight... Are ready to let go of the past. And be honest with me. How many of you women and men. Children, teenagers. Are ready. In this moment to let go of your past. Listen. You can continue to relive your past. It's so easy to talk about. What somebody didn't do for you. It's so easy to talk about. How you wish this was better. Well if this person would have just did this. And if. You know, my mama would have just did this or my daddy would have did this. My sister, my husband, my wife. What I'm telling you, that's a futile conversation. It's useless because it's over. You can't go back. 
when people say, well, if they would just do this, well, they're not doing that. So it doesn't even matter to make that statement. My question to you is, what are you going to do now? How would you like to create your future now? What do you want now? This is what I want to ram in the back of your brain is, I want you to focus, listen please, on what you want. That's it. When you wake up tomorrow morning, the only thing I want you to think about is what you want to do. I don't want you to think about what happened yesterday. I don't care if you had a bad day yesterday. Fuck that. Who cares? I don't care if you had a terrible day or a horrific day, a painful day. When you wake up tomorrow morning, before you get out of your bed, I want you to think about everything that you want to take place. That's it. Think about what you want. You want money? Think about money. If you want kindness, think about kindness. If you want joy, think about joy. You want happiness? Think about happiness. If you want beautiful people in your life, think about beautiful people in your life. If you want to be able to attract money, think about attracting money. If you want a new job, think about getting a new job. You want a new car, think about getting a new car. A new house, think about getting a new house. You want to travel the world first class, think about traveling the world first class. Does that make sense? If you want your behavior. If you want your manager, your boss, or your CEO to behave properly, think about that. Think about that your CEO is treating you fairly. Your manager is treating you fairly. Does that make sense? And everybody that wants to knock that, I want you to try it before you knock it. Before you're skeptical about that, I want you to try it. Tomorrow morning, when you wake out of your bed, when you get up, all I want you to do is spend five minutes and think about how what you want. That's it. I don't want you to think about how it's going to happen. I don't want you to think about the method, the techniques on how it's going to take place in your life. All I want you to do is consume your mind with what you want. Can you do that? Yes or yes? Comment below, please. It allows you to set the tone for the day. Many of you are only thinking about what you don't want when you wake up. You're just thinking about the past. You're just thinking about what happened yesterday. Well, I don't want that to happen. Like, I hope it's a better day because yesterday was some bullshit. And what you don't realize, you're unconsciously thinking about yesterday. And guess what happens when you think about what happened yesterday? What well, yesterday becomes today. And that happens for the next 10, 20, 30 years of your life. Okay. Listen, comment these words below. I'm letting go of my past. I'm talking to you. Listen to me. I am letting go of my past. Letting go means I'm just not going to think about it anymore. Because it's useless. I'm not going to think about what took place yesterday. Listen. If yesterday wasn't a positive experience for me, I'm not going to think about it. The only thing I'm going to think about is what do I want? I'm not going to berate myself. I'm not going to, you know, talk down on myself and say, well, I should have did this. I can't believe I did that. I'm such a loser. Why do I do this? What is wrong with me? No, you're not going to do that. Don't ever do that. Okay. The reason why you shouldn't do that because it doesn't serve you. And it doesn't serve the greater good. All I want you to do is think about what you want. Can you do that? Yes or yes? Comment below, please.
All I want you to do is think about what you want tomorrow morning. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to think about, you know, listen, I'm going to think about it right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you an example. So tomorrow I'm going to think about, I'm going to wake up, get ready to go to the gym. I'm going to get the best workout of my life. I'm working on back and buys. My buys are going to increase in size. They're going to be ripped in tone and perfect. I'm going to work on this back. My wings are going to get bigger. Every muscle in the middle of my back is going to be defined perfectly. I'm going to eat some great, healthy, nourishing food from my body. I'm going to wake up with so much energy tomorrow morning. Like I'm going to wake up almost like I had an orgasm. I'm going to wake up with energy, with a smile on my face. My body going to look fit, tone, abs, just looking perfect, skin glowing, teeth white, eyes wide open, face looking clear and smooth and perfect. I'm going to check the amount of money I made. I'm going to bring in $100,000 tomorrow. And I'm going to be so excited. Like, wow, all my companies are working perfectly. Everybody that's working for me, they're doing the best damn job ever. They're producing results. Salespeople are earning tens and twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 per month. You see what I'm doing here? Because that's what I want. And I want you to do that for five minutes, whatever it is. It's whatever you want. I want you to start to consume your mind with what you want. Because the more you do that repeatedly, repetition is the mother of skill. The more you do it, you don't have any time to think about what you don't want. You get it? You won't have any time. If you're always thinking about what you want, you're not, you don't have any time thinking about what you don't want. You have no time to think about the past. You have no time to even muse over the past issues. You just don't have any time for it. Because you're too busy thinking about what? What you want. The future. If you got value here tonight, come with the word value. <laughs> Remember, you can get access to these podcasts. Search on Google.com. Search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and they're free. We have over 300 episodes that you can use to condition your mind for success. And this is what I do. I'm here to make a contribution to the world. Service leads to greatness. And for any man or woman to be great, you must serve the greater good. And that's what I'm doing with you. So thank you for your likes. Thank you for your shares. Comment valuable love. You got value. Feel free to tag somebody if you feel you want to do that now. Like it. Share it as well. But what I would like to do at this moment here, I would like to open up the platform for questions here. Not only do I want to talk to you, I want to listen to you. I want you to share what you think is stopping you, what you think is blocking you from you to live this miraculous life. Because I'm living a blessed life, all praises to the most high. God is the greatest. I'm just living such a phenomenal, fantastic life that I'm so grateful for. Even the pain and the pleasures, even the good and the bad, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm so excited to live and play this game called life every single day of my life. I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude, but I'm here to serve you. I'm here to talk and speak to you from the top of my heart. And even though I'm worth $40 million, so what? That doesn't mean that I'm better than you. 
doesn't mean that I'm superior than you. I'm a man, I'm a human being just like you. I have blood that's flowing through my body just like you. I have a heart in the middle of my chest just like you. I got lungs, got a liver, got a bladder, I have intestines just like you. I have eyes that I can see just like you. I have arms where I can move and legs to walk just like you, which means I want to treat you fairly. I want to treat you perfectly. What are your questions here? Talk to me. Questions for me, folks. I'm in debt and fear spending money on digital ads for digital products. Listen, it was a time that I was in debt too, and I still spent money. I I would use all my credit cards and I would spend money until I can pay it off. Okay? And that's one thing I want you to think about when you think about when you're spending money and investing in yourself, investing in your business and companies, invest it. Don't think about debt the way that poor people think about debt. Poor people think about debt as if debt is a bad thing. Rich people, debt is not a bad thing to them because you can't go to jail for being in debt, right? You can't go to prison. You won't die if you're in debt, okay? Nothing can happen to you. You just get a couple of calls from some annoying people. That's the worst that can happen. But millionaires are the people that end up making money. They realize that going into debt is a good thing when they're chasing their dreams. When you're investing in yourself, I did it. I spent a lot of money on credit cards to live and to invest. Because my thought was this. Once I make my millions, I pay everything off. Doesn't matter if it was 50 grand or 100 grand. Once I make the millions, I pay it off in a lump sum, and I did. You know, my credit was terrible when I was chasing my dreams and developing my skill in my business. Credit was terrible. Debt was outrageous. But as soon as I made my million, I paid it all off. Within six months, my credit was back on track. I had no debt any longer. Does that make sense? So, if you're investing in yourself, investing in your education to develop your skill, that's good debt. Okay? Questions for me. Were you afraid to use those credit cards? Nope. Because I didn't care. You have to think about it like this, folks. See, a lot of you, what you fear, and this is what the media does. When you watch TV, they speak so negative about debt, such as, you don't want debt. You know, only terrible people have debt. Debt is bad. And if you want to go deeper, it's because people hate owing people. You know, people don't like owing people money. Right? It's like it hangs over their head when they think of, that they owe people money. People hate that. They're like, oh, man, I know you owe money. Oh, my God, I owe this person money, man. I don't want to owe nobody. People pride themselves on, I don't owe nobody. People like that. So when you owe people, it feels negative. It's a bad feeling, but I'm here to tell you something that if you have credit card debt, they can't do anything to you. All they can do is call you. All you can do is have bad credit. That's about it. So it's not even a big deal. And you don't have to let that hang over you. Okay? Realize that you will continue to go into debt until you make your millions. You will continue to spend money. You will continue to invest until you figure it out. 
And you don't care about the debt because there's nothing they can do to you. They can't put you in jail. They can't put you in prison. And you can't die. They can't hurt you. They can't fight you. Right? Can't hit you. So what can they really do? They just call you every day. And all you have to do is put your phone on do not disturb. So you don't have to never talk to these people. Does that make sense? Okay. What is a way to drive free traffic to a product? YouTube videos. For sure. Doesn't your credit score get shot? Yeah, so what? I had a 500 credit score back in the day. So what? 500. While I was building my company and building my businesses. I couldn't get anything. So what? That's okay. I wasn't trying to buy anything anyway. They required credit. So yeah, it was shot. But I didn't think about it that way, right? I was thinking about that I was investing my money. I was using that credit card to learn, to educate myself. Because like I said before, once I make the million, I'll pay it off. I'll pay it off then. I would tell people in the collection agencies when they would call me. I would say, yeah, I'm going to pay. When? Once I make my million. I would tell them that. When is that going to be? Don't worry, very soon. Like I, would pillar, I would play around with the collection agency people. You know, the people that call you. Hey, Wes, you there? <laughs> you know how they do it, right? They just call you by your first name. Hey, Wes, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, how you doing? Who is this? Oh, this is John for the collection agency, man. You owe some money, man. We got to get that money. And they go, oh, God. I said, don't worry, I'm going to pay you. When? When I make my million? When is that going to be? Very soon, man. I'm going to let you know. You're going to be the first person I call. I used to play around with these people. I didn't care because it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. Many of you are making minor things major. You know, credit and all this crap. It's all minor shit. It's not even serious debt. So what? It's not even a big deal. What can they do to you? They can't do anything to you. How do you incorporate meditation in your daily life? I meditate three times, three to four times a day. What did Chef cook? What was that? Um, oh, Cheflex? Let me see. What did he make? He made oxtails and some Cameroonian dish that I can't pronounce. What is the number one thing that holds people back from achieving their dreams? Easy belief. I'm going to be honest with you. It's the number one thing that I believe that I, cause I've, you know, over the past 10 years, I've talked to a lot of people and it's just their belief. They just don't believe it happened to them. And see, when people don't believe that they can achieve wealth, you can tell by their actions. See, if you don't believe that you can make a ton of money, then you're not going to take much action. Make sense? Like right now, if I say go out to your car, if you believe your car is there, you'll go downstairs and go to your car. But if you didn't believe your car was there, you wouldn't waste your time going outside to the car. If I told you, hey, inside your car, uh, or someone, say if your brother, your sister, say, hey, it's a million dollars in your car. You probably wouldn't do it because you don't believe it. But if you believe that it was a million dollars in your car, you'll go down there. So people, the action that they take is based off their belief. If you truly believe that you're going to be a millionaire, then you'll do the work that's necessary and required to become one. Make sense? But you don't believe it. Most of you just don't believe it. That's why you don't take action. That's why you don't take the consistent action. That's why you get very annoyed, irritated, and impatient. Because you just don't believe. That makes sense? So this is why I share with you or make a suggestion to work on your belief. How do you work on your belief, Wes? 
get around people that believe like me. That's why these rants are so important. Because I believe. Like, I believe I can do 100 million a year. So you want to be around a guy like that. Like, man, what makes him believe that way? You have to listen to me. Listen to how I think, how I speak, how I talk, how I interpret, what type of words do I use when I communicate? Make sense? Like, how do I perceive life? You got to get around people who believe what you want to believe. If you're making $50,000 a year and you want to believe that you can make 100000 a year, you can't just stay around people that make 50000 a year because $50,000 a year, they don't do the same things that people that make $100,000 a year. Okay. Does that make sense? Questions, folks. Wes, who motivates you? Me. I was in the gym today. I was working out. And this young man's training is new. And he said, hey, man, you don't ever get any training? Yeah, I mean, you don't ever get any trainer? I said, I don't need it. I never will need it. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, man. But, you know, I mean, listen, I don't need training. I'm self-motivated. So, yeah, I heard that, bro. He was like, well, maybe you can grade me. I said, hey, I'm pretty sure you'll do an outstanding job. But I don't need any man or any woman to train me in the gym. I got a Pilates trainer because, obviously, I don't know how to do Pilates. But when it comes to gym training, weightlifting, I know what I'm doing. And I can push myself much more than anybody. Right? I'm just self-motivated. So, me, the question... The answer to that question is me. I motivate myself. I don't need any external motivation to get me to do anything in life, okay? Is that facts or what? Next question for me. Talk to me. Sorry guys, I didn't give you guys a shout out when I um when I logged on here today. Hey Miss Evers, how are you? Hey Victoria, Victoria. How do you overcome doubt? So understand something. Doubt is nothing but it doesn't need to be overcame. Right? When you're doubting, it's you're creating images in your mind. Of something not working, right? You may say, oh, I doubt if this business is going to work. It's because you're thinking that it may not work. Does that make sense? That's all. That's how doubt is created. It's created by thinking as if you're not going to get the outcome. So I would say, stop thinking about scenarios on why it won't happen. I doubt this relationship will work. Well, it's only because you're imagining it not working. Like if, if you will stop imagining that it would work, then you have no more doubt. Right? Do you doubt that you're going to go to work tomorrow? No, you say, absolutely not. I don't doubt that. I know I'm going to work tomorrow. <laughs> so my question is, why don't you have any doubt that you're going to go to work tomorrow? So many things that can happen, right? You know why? Because you can see yourself going to work tomorrow. I mean, what if it rains? You're like, well, I'm still going to work. What if it snows? I'm still going to work. What if it's a hurricane? You can't get out. Well, then I guess I can't go to work, but you don't even think about that. See, you have to understand something about the mind. The mind can create all type of scenarios, all type of scenarios, all the time. 
And this is the people that use the word what if, you know, like, well, what if this happened? Well, what if this happened? What? I mean, they, they don't understand that you're talking yourself out of the deal. You're like, you're talking yourself out of the deal, which is causing doubt. You're creating a doubt that you don't want. So you don't need to overcome it. That's a nominalization. You know, overcoming something is like, it's a thing. Doubt is not a noun. Doubt is a process of thinking. That's all what it is. It's how you're processing information. And what you're doing is creating scenarios that are negative, scenarios that you don't want. Okay? And I'm here to tell you to stop doing that. Okay? Wes, what's your biggest fear in life? I don't have a, I don't have a biggest fear. I'm going to be honest. Uh, maybe a snake, I guess. I don't know. I don't have any fears, man. I mean, and maybe I do. I just, I'm not aware of them. I mean, I'm not aware of the fear right now. I, I don't know. I don't think I have any biggest fears, honestly. I, I, I have no clue. I have to keep living, right? But, you know, when people ask people that question, what is your biggest fear? I don't, I don't realize how people know. Like, how do you know what your biggest fear is unless you was thinking about it? Like, I have no time to think about my biggest fear. I mean, I mean, does anybody just lay in their bed and think about, you know, what's my biggest fear? What is my biggest fear? What is my biggest fear? And they think about all, they just think about every scenario in their mind. They come up with what they think their biggest fear is. And to me, that's just a waste of brain power to think about my biggest fear. How about what is my biggest success? What is my happiest moment? Now, that's beneficial. That's productive. questions for me mm. mm-hmm. questions here guys ladies can I sing of course you want to go live famous Zamir if you want to go live just come to where go live and yeah, all right. Let me let her sing. I'm always willing to support anyone that want to share the artistry with the world. Go ahead, Miss Drill Rapper. I just added you. What's taking so long? Look at that. She declined because <laughs> she's afraid. You know, it's so funny when people beg for opportunities in life. Man, if someone would just listen to my music, someone would just listen to me. And then when they do, then you get afraid. You know why you get afraid? Because you start to imagine that you're going to fail. You start to imagine that, what if I don't do well? What if someone talks about me? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just the truth. The imagination is... Very powerful. I thought Wesley was going to sing. I never said I was going to sing. The young lady said, what was your happiest moment? Easy, when my children were born. Hello? That's my happiest moment. Denia, DeAsian, David. I love them to life. My children. Wes, why does religion use fear to promote itself? Because it works. Okay, religion, the reason why it works so well 
It's because of hell. <laughs> like, listen, think about it for a second. If hell didn't exist in the Bible or in religion, what would be the point of actually believing in it? The reason why most people believe in um, religion because of the negative motivation. Right? You say, well, you don't want to go to hell, do you? You don't want to go to hell. So people think about hell more than thinking about wanting to go to heaven. They think about avoiding hell, which means, and this is the principle. It's a, it's a psychological principle of how people move. People tend to avoid pain and they move toward pleasure. But they'll do more to avoid pain. People do more to avoid hell than to go to heaven. Does that make sense? That's how you get people. You scare them. Hey, if you keep doing the wrong thing, God going to punish you. If you're going to go to hell, you're going to burn forever and ever and ever and ever. Right? So that's what it compels people to move towards the, pain, the pleasure based off the motivation of the pain. Right? Fear is powerful. Very. It's compelling. It makes people buy things. It makes people do certain things. Um, you know, fear is very powerful. It's used in marketing all the time. Questions here. Um, how do I overcome overwhelming stress, thoughts, and live in abundant state of mind? Meditate, my guy. Meditate. 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 Questions for me. What's the process to getting more positive influences, friends, media? Um, so what, let me ask you a question here. What do you think positive, rich, wealthy people hang out? You think they're hanging out at the dollar store? Do you think they're hanging out at Walmart? You think they're at the clubs? Happy hour. You think they're at the pool parties? Barbecues. Okay. Like, what do you think rich and wealthy people hang out? Since you want to know how you can attach yourself. They're at the country clubs. You can go. You don't need a membership. Just go. Inquire. Okay. Five-star restaurants. You don't need to buy anything. You can drink a glass of water all night. But they're there. Okay. Golf courses. They're there. Okay. So they're everywhere. But they're not in the places that you go. They're at the Lamborghini dealership. Like, go to the Rolls Royce dealership. I promise you, you're going to meet a millionaire. <coughs> I mean, just go. You don't have to buy anything. Just go. And talk to people. Have a conversation. How you doing? Man, what car are you looking at? Man, I'm looking at this Rolls Royce color. Wow. I'm looking at this um, Lamborghini uh, Aventador. Wow. Yeah. You like collecting cars? Yeah, absolutely. You need to start asking that guy questions. Just ask him questions. Man, so you collect cars. It's your first one, your first Rolls Royce. Oh, uh, no, I have a few. Oh, really? So what do you do for a living, man, if I'm a hacks? 
Well, I'm into this business. What do you do? Do you tell them I'm in this? Right. Then you have a conversation. Before you know it, you can ask for his number. Hey, man, maybe we should get together sometime, man. Since you're getting this, I'm getting this. Maybe we can ride out sometime, man. I like your energy. That's how easy it was. And you get his number. And now you have a millionaire friend or at least a, a, an associate. Wesley, should I advertise my bus? What bus are you referring to? Any book recommendation on getting sales? Yeah, read the $100 million offer by Alex Hermosi. Have you been to Bora Bora yet? Not yet. I need a love in my life first. I need a lover. I don't have a lover, folks. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I don't have a lover right now. It's just me. <laughs> it's all me. Once I, once I have a lover, then I go to Bora Bora. I don't necessarily need a wife. Just a lover. Somebody that understands me. Someone that can tolerate me. If I find a woman that can understand me and tolerate me, let me tell you something. That woman will have the world. Because I'm not an easy... I'm not an easy safe to crack. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very complex man. Okay? Extremely. Very unpredictable as well. Hey, Latrice, how are you? I'm curious why don't you have other rich friends? Is it competition? I, I, I do have rich friends. You just don't know about them. Like, because you're not with me, right? I have plenty of rich friends. As a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to go to Romania next month to talk to my best friend. And he does very well. Millions and millions and millions of dollars a week. <laughs> All right? I got a ton of rich friends. They make more money than me, most of them. I mean, I just don't talk about them for what? You don't know who these people are. And most of them don't live in the U.S. They live like in Israel and Romania and Europe, all over the world. Not here. Um, what's next? Oh, you're so sweet. I wish you to find lovely lovers soon and be happy together. Well, thank you, Lucina. Thank you. Gracias. What's next here? Any more questions for me? Detroit, I'm not singing. I don't sing. What are you talking about? Never said I was going to sing. It was a young lady that was going to sing. But I guess you check it out. Mm, questions for me. You're a handsome black man. You'll find a queen soon, Wes. Oh, no. Listen, I'm not looking for a queen. I'm not looking for nothing. Honestly, at this moment, I'm blocking them. I mean, they trying to come, but I'm blocking them. I'm like, bye ya, bye ya, bye ya, bye ya, bye ya. Because I'm focused right now. I'm blocking them. Are they trying to come, but I'm blocking them. I'm busy. I'm 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 focused right now, honestly.
Alexa, play Beethoven. Let her sing, Wes. Who wants to sing? Who wants to sing? I tried to go live with her, but she didn't go live with me. Let me see. How do you know Alex Hermosi? I mean, I don't know him personally, just from his YouTube videos. Your closet gave me crazy inspiration. Yeah, go watch the last video, guys. It was great. Showed you guys my closet. My closet space. Best meal to stay healthy, but still filling. Chicken, salmon. And I always eat some sort of greens with every meal. A healthy carb is... Um, Sweet potatoes. She's been on your live 30 minutes connected now. Who? Who is she? Hey, Scarlett, how are you? Questions for me, folks. Some of you are joining so late here. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Why are you late? Trump, Biden, or yay? Wesley Virgin. That's what I choose. Wesley Virgin for presidents. The singer girl. What girl are you referring to? Who is the singer girl, folks? I have no clue. questions here. It does? It shows somebody on live right now? No one's on my live right now, folks. N no one's on live right now. I think it's a glitch. Look at the screen. It's brown. No? I don't see it on my end, folks. I just see Houston, Texas right there. She's live with me right now. Yeah, that is crazy because I don't see her. Really? Michaela sees it as well. Okay, what is the girl's name? Because I don't see anyone on my live right now. Underneath you. Really? No, I don't see I don't see a girl at all. What's the girl's name? Which girl are we referring to? It's frozen. Well, maybe she can request again. 
beautiful black girl under me. I don't see her at all. Honestly, I don't see her. Young lady, maybe you can disconnect. Wait, hold up. Um, maybe you can disconnect and come back. Because I don't see you. Yeah, I can't even invite her to join. Interesting. And that's very strange, folks. I don't see her at all. Tell her to disconnect. So I can... Can you see yourself giving up meat? What meat? What are you talking about? It's an Insta glitch, huh? Can somebody send me a screenshot of what you're seeing? And then I'm going to hop off live. And we're in tonight's live here. If you guys don't mind, send me a screenshot. I'm just curious. I'll record it so I can see what I'm not seeing. But um, anyway, folks, thank you so much for joining me on tonight's podcast, The Millionaire Midnight Rant. Um, remember, how to let go of the past. Why? Because you need to make room for the future. Okay? It's up to you to let go of the past, and it's up to you to keep the past and to hold on to it. I love you, folks. I appreciate you. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Version. Take care and much love.